Adventure awaits around every corner at Jungle Expedition, a new immersive area at King's Dominion. Embark on a journey of mythic sights and sounds as you make your way towards Tumbili, the all-new 4D spin coaster. Buckle into unique free-spinning seats and tumble through the jungle. By the end of this whirling ride, you'll be head over heels, literally. Plan your visit to Tumbili and Jungle Expedition at kingsdominion.com. Good morning. Good morning. We're hoping that um, that our technical problems have been fixed. We got a lot of help from the folks at Spreaker, and we appreciate them. Thank you ever so much. We hope that the suggestions that we followed, and we followed them to the letter, we really, really did, have been fixed, and we appreciate it. So again, um, I'm going to pop in here for just, just, just a few to um, talk about a couple of things here. Um, and it's really has to do really this gets at the root of what we're doing and why we're doing it you know i I think a lot of times we get so caught up in the day-to-day of what we're doing that we don't really look at what we're doing and more importantly why we're doing it i have personally been doing podcasting conservative podcasting on the internet since march 25th 2008 so we're talking about more than 10 years for me and you have to wonder what are you doing and 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 why are you doing it and who do you hope to reach well fightback media hopes to reach people who are rational you know when i first started this i used to have a show called the rational black man now there's a story of why i changed the name and it's changed a couple of times since then um but because what i wanted was I wanted people to know that there were people out there, people out here who were not lifelong Republicans or not lifelong conservatives and were not the stereotypical uh, black Republicans that um, they were used to seeing. And what what, what I wasn't going to do, I wasn't going to spend a lot of time demeaning black people. I just wasn't going to spend a lot of time doing that. Now, at the time on Blog Talk Radio, there were a lot of shows when when um, Barack Obama was running for president that that sort of made a living talking bad about black people. Uh, I wasn't going to do that, and 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 to the point, I during some of that time, I ran for local office here where I live. I ran for county commission in, in of where I live and. My opponent was an entrenched Democrat black man. And what I was never going to do was I was never going to speak badly about him in public or private, which drove a lot. And, and, and it sort of sort of bothered me. It drove a lot of my Republican, especially my black Republican friends, crazy. You know, they wanted me to go after him. You know, um, his name uh, is Les Miller. Uh, Les Miller is about to retire. I, I understand he was going to run for another office and he decided not to. I think he's about, his wife is retired, Gwen, and I think he's about to, to hang up his shingle and um, enjoy retired life as long as he can do it, you know, what in relatively good health. So there you go. So congratulations to Commissioner Miller. One of my friends said, you know what you ought to say? You ought to get a bumper sticker that says you get less with less. <laughs> you know, so what I wasn't going to do is I wasn't going to go out and, and start attacking another black man in public. 
was not. Because that's what people expect. And what I wasn't going to do was I wasn't going to make it easy for the Republicans who are in this area. I wasn't going to make it easy for them. I was I wasn't going to make it about personalities. I wasn't going to make it about about individuals. I was always going to keep it about policy. Always going to th- going to keep it about the things that really matter. If you want change in the places where change is needed the most, always. Now, some people, you know, at at that point when they understood what what, what I was talking about, understood that I was a dead duck politically, politically because if I didn't fit a certain mold or mode, I wasn't going to get any support. And they were right, and I was wrong. And it's distressing that I was wrong. So I knew while doing this, because I was doing this all along, that the best way to engage with people was on a rational level. So you may go through my archives and and have some, you know, and and, and be able to pull up times where I got emotional and I was screaming and yelling. But you're not going to find many of them of the couple of thousand podcasts that I've done since then. You're not going to find many of them where I'm yelling at people. You're only going to find a couple where I'm yelling at a caller. You're only going to find a couple. Because that's not what I want to be known for. I want to be known as someone and I want Fightback Media to be known as as an organization that is rational, that is reasonable, that is policy-based, not personality-based. What do we stand for in policy? We're not screaming and yelling at racism at every turn. We're not. Although, truly admitting, of course, that it is ridiculous to think that racism doesn't exist. It's, it's the concept of being, quote, colorblind is stupid and ridiculous because people notice. It's what they do after they notice that, that I'm more concerned about. I'm more concerned about policy. What kind of policies are is an administrating is, is administration putting forth, whether that administration is the president or the governors or the, the mayor or the county commission? What kind of policies are they putting forth to benefit where I live and the people that I live around, my friends and family that I live around? What kind of policies are they putting forth? And if we can, and, and it's always been my contention, if we can concentrate on that, then we'll get the change that we need where we need it the most. You know, this this climate has created uh, just a lot of, I think, a ton of cottage industries, so to speak, in the, in the world. People who are attackers on both sides. They just attack both sides. They don't care. Republicans suck. They're terrible people. They're Nazis. They should die. Liberals are libtards. They're stupid. They're lazy. Um, they can't find their way, their way out of a wet paper bag, but they should die. And then there are people who defend both sides regardless. No matter what, they defend both sides. They defend their side no matter what. You should 
<laughs> you should have been should have been around me um, early on in the Trump administration when he's when he is signing off on executive orders. I'm, and I'm on a local radio show saying, you know what, this is the same stuff that we were mad at with Barack Obama. The you know just just all these executive orders. I mean we're I mean we're calling Barack Obama King Obama um, by ruling by fiat. And then President Trump is doing the exact same thing, and we're just not saying a word. No one's even mentioning it. Forget that they weren't um, they weren't uh, against it. They weren't even mentioning it. It, it was like it's like it was like it wasn't even happening. And I found that distressing. Ugh, I caught some crap for that, boy. I tell you what, I'm just trying to be rational, and it doesn't even matter what the context of the executive orders were. It was the idea that the president is basically making law by them, by himself. That's not good. Whether it's Donald Trump or Barack Obama or George Bush or Bill Clinton, that's not good. You, you hear me? Not good. And it is good for Republicans to say so. It is good for conservatives to say so. To encourage people who are in Congress, in the legislature, to do their damn jobs. If they have to all go back and and check out the um, Schoolhouse Rock, how uh, how a bill becomes a law. If they all have to go do that, if that if that needs to be required viewing for members of Congress every six months, that's really a good idea. To remind them, this is how you're supposed to do it. And if you're doing it any differently than this, you are doing it wrong. And we know that you're doing it wrong because we're paying attention. You hear me? There you go. Um, so... But we're gonna get back. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep you long. Um, we get back. I want to talk about a whole new class of internet media people who spend pretty much, it seems like, all their time biting their own tail. I'll tell you what that means when I get back. Thank you for coming today. I I, I know you missed me, but I, I'm that we've solved. Hopefully, you solved the technical problems. We'll be back right after these messages. Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter, and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means Always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So, for the love of the outdoors, go to smokybear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. 
When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? When a tornado is tearing through town? Or a hurricane strikes? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Golly, you know what? This is so much easier than the way I was doing it. Well, what the way that we're doing the morning report is that we're recording into Audacity. If you're not using Audacity, Audacity is cool. But we're putting all these segments together by hand, pretty much. And boy, oh boy, it is it is tedious and bothersome. I am I am excited that um, hopefully this is working. We're going to be back onto the Spreaker platform and being able to do these shows live. Um, because I want I want that excitement of live. I enjoy the excitement of live. I enjoy um, knowing that if I misspeak, if I say something and my tongue gets in front of my eye teeth and I can't see what I'm saying, then it's live and it's out there. I kind of like it, really. <laughs> I do. I'm just, I do like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so, and I like the, um, the the idea that someone may be listening right this very second as I'm saying it. Um, so when I say send me an email at WLS860 at gmail.com, they send me the e- the email right then while they're listening. And I just like that. I just kind of get off on it, really. So um, I know that's probably TMI, right? But, you know, whatever. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? All right. In any case, um, there are, I think, a lot of people who are out there now who are, who are making a living. I don't mean... Uh, financial living, but are making a living on you know what in the internet world, biting their own tail. And I think there's more on the conservative side than the um, the progressive side. I think. Now I may be wrong. I just may be. I may be too sensitive. I may get my feelings hurt way too easily. Um, there are people out there who are basically spending most of their time if not all of their time dogging out people they agree with 80% of the time biting their tail um, it's interesting uh, I mentioned Candace Owens a few months ago now I say Candace Owens is doing a great job doing what she's doing when, when she was working for um, Turning Point USA I had no problem with, with Candace Owens and Blexit, I don't have any problem with any of that. You know, you guys know that I do work with um, Urban Game Changers. And my thought is, you know what, we don't have quite the same mission. Urban Game Changers is about actually doing 
hands-on work in urban communities, black people, you know, and black people, black and brown people communities. I hate that brown thing, but black people communities and actually doing hands-on work to make things better where we live. Blexit is not about that. Blexit is strictly about moving people, black people primarily, out of the Democrat Party. Now, my problem is, my only problem is, and boy, oh boy, I caught hail from the defenders, people who defend Candace Owens, um, no, no matter what, I caught hail from them that I was dogging out Candace Owens, that I was jealous. Not at all. I understand that our missions are different. The, our, our, our problem is that it is one of those things where, yes, moving people, moving black people out of the out of the Democratic Party is, generally speaking, a good idea. The only problem is, where do you move them to? What are you doing for them as they move? Yes, I think that black people ought to get out of the Democrat Party. I do. I think black people should abandon the, the Democrat Party like the Democrat Party has abandoned black people for years. While using them for photo ops. While using them, while using black people as case studies, as using black people to get votes, taking black people, or taking the black community in America for granted. Yes, that's terrible. The only problem is that the Republican Party has pretty much ignored what 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 has happened and what continues to happen in Black America. And and any time there is a problem that black people want to bring up about what's happening in black America. And anybody, anybody who's Republican who wants to talk about it is being, is being seen as, it's being seen as pandering. It's being seen as, um, if, if quote, if these people would just dot, 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 if these people listen carefully would just dot, dot, dot. And the idea is, and yeah, the, the, the idea is, is that, Every other community in America gets to talk about what's going on, where they live, and how they live. White, cisgendered males, conservative males, get to complain about taxes because that's a huge issue where and how they live. And talking about taxes is never seen as pandering. Talking about, but talking about horrible schools that that exist in, in you know what where I live. If the white Republican conservative candidate comes to talk to comes to talk to my community, that seems like pandering. When we when we talk about um, poverty, housing, um, healthcare, education, the the problems that exist where I live, then that's seen as pandering. I have a problem with that. I do. And it seem and it just seems like to me, and it just seems that way this way. It may not be this way, but it seems this way that organizations like like TPUSA and the Blexit movement doesn't address these things. So when I say that, I'm not attacking Candace Owens and TPUSA. I like what they do. But where are you where are you telling people to, to go to? If they 
leave the Democrat Party. And the Democrat Party has been the purveyors of all of the things that I've talked about, all the negative things I've just talked about. Where are you leading them to? Now, me just bringing that up doesn't necessarily attack Candace Owens or NTP USA. Because frankly, as you if you listen to these broadcasts, I don't spend a lot of time doing that. Why? First of all, I understand that we have different missions. We have different missions. And I've said this publicly, and I'll say it here. I think that a lot of the people on the right are were looking for the next pretty black girl. We've seen it. We saw it. We see it with Candace Owens. We saw it with Honey Johnson. And we um, and we saw it with um, oh the woman from California, um, yeah you know we see the next pretty black girl. We saw it with Crystal Wright. Um, we saw it with some other folks, right? And Candace is the next one. What I hope is that Candace is able to find a way to get her own platform and do her own thing. I know that Candace is with um, Prager USA, and I'm a big fan of Prager. I was an early adopter of Prager. Not only because of, of, of all their political stuff, but all their all, all their faith-based stuff. I was a big fan of Prager early on, early adopter of PragerU early on. And hopefully she'll be able to establish her platform and flesh it out better. And ha- And she can own it. And it can exist not just in election years, that it can exist 24-7, 365. I wish her nothing but the best. But there are people who have built a cottage industry here on the internet dogging out Candace Owens. I don't think that's helpful. And that's not who I, I, I want Fightback Media, what I want Fightback Media to be known for. I do not want Fightback Media to be known for um, biting their tail. I do not want us to be known for that. What I want us to be known for is being is being able to do just what I just did. Talk about these situations rationally. That's what I want. That we're going to talk about these things like like adults. That's what I want. And if we can't talk about these things like adults, then we probably probably either don't know enough about them or should leave them alone. Right? There you go. This is what we're talking. This is what we're talking about. What and and what do you want to be known for? Do you want to be known as a sycophant that you just defended Donald Trump regardless? Just like people who defended Barack Obama, just regardless, just regardless, doesn't matter. I'm gonna defend. I'm gonna defend Barack Obama. I'm gonna defend um, Barack because he black. Period. I'm gonna defend Trump because he's not Barack Obama because he's not Hillary Clinton. Regardless. That you're not going to be the least bit critical in the most rational way. That you're not going to accept things that happen that may or may not be okay. Are you going to really be known for um, you're either with us or against us? When Marco Rubio comes out and says, I don't think moving troops out of Syria was a good idea. First of all, let me, let me, let me tell you this. I disagree with Marco Rubio. On this point, for the most part, I like Marco and I always have another. I was another early adopter uh, of Marco Rubio. On this particular thing, I think Marco's wrong. 
I think Marco is wrong on, on red flag laws. And I've told him so. I think he's wrong. I'm like, dude, dude, you know you're my boy, right? And, 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 and you've been my boy for a long time, right? But this red flag thing, you're off base. You're wrong. Rethink this. Rethink this because of how it may play out in the real world. Feel me? So, again, so I can just, you know, I can, I can like somebody and I do and I agree with them most of the time, but I, I don't feel, any, I, I don't feel like I, it's, it's not okay for me to come out and when there's a point that I disagree with, disagree with him. And, and, and I can disagree with him on red flag laws. I can disagree with him on, um, on, 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 on the Syrian troop thing and still feel okay to vote for him when time comes to vote for senators. I'm perfectly okay. I'm good with it. I can't, I can't wait to, as a matter of fact. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's, I think that that's a rational viewpoint. Because most of the time, Marco Rubio's policies benefit my neighborhood. They benefit, they benefit my state. He's wrong on these two issues. Bad wrong. But he's right on the, the on, on some of the on most of the other issues that I care about. And I think that that's who we need to be known for. That's who Fightback Media is not should be known for. Not that we're taking a right down the middle approach on, on, on anything. I think we're unabashedly conservative. I think the people that, that, that I have on the program and the people I have help are unabashedly conservative. But what we are not is we're not crazy. And we're not sycophants. And we're not, de- we're not defenders. And we're not attackers. And we're not going to bite off our own tail. We understand what this game is. All right, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So, again, thank you for coming back to um, Fightback Media Report. We appreciate it. Um, check out the morning report here on Spreaker. We'll try to get that out by noon every day. We want it to be somewhere somewhere in the country morning. <laughs> when we, we this out, somewhere in the country, we want it to still be morning. So, uh, we. It, it is out now, and I think if this works, if this audio is good, uh, we will be using um, this version this of Spreaker to broadcast again. So you should be getting the morning report a lot more frequently and and a lot more and a lot earlier. Thank you ever so much. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness' sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye bye now. In a world that's a little simpler comes the tale of Veltima fungicide. Swift, simple, and secure. It's a corn-growing story without all the drama. Unless you add totally epic music, really random sound effects, and a cool announcer guy. Get ready for the blockbuster yields of the summer with Veltima fungicide from BASF. Coming soon to a field near you. Always read and follow label directions.
Hey, kiddo, how was the hill? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at iconpass.com.